0: trivia, discussions, opinions and the chance to have your say. Welcome to the Topical Resort.
1: Yeah, welcome back to the resort for another week, as always I'm your host Viper, and uh, currently down in the chat room we've got quite a lot of awesome people, we've got J Meme aka DJ Meme, we've got Electric Boogaloo, we've got Very Text, we've got Ai. earlier on we had a few more people, we had Frost Impact, also known as Lost Impact, and we had Admiral Snackbar, uh, interesting name right there but uh, apparently it's going to be their first time listening to a show, or THE show should I say. So, uh, welcome, hopefully, to the top of Resort if you're currently listening in. So, uh, first thing I want to say is I apologise for how late the original blog post went up. It only went up this morning at 11 o'clock, which, if you know me, is not like me at all. I'm normally quite punctual putting up blog posts and writing the show, so... Um, yeah, do apologise for that. The reason is in the blog post itself, but um, on top of that, also, just been quite busy as of late, so not got as much time to dedicate to the resort as I have had in the past few months or past few weeks but that will be back to normal probably as of next week if not the week after so um, do stay tuned for that but yes, Atlas Uh, this is also a listener request, I should point that out this was requested by JstarMac over on the forums he's he's a pretty pretty regular guy over on the forums requests quite a lot as well So uh, go and throw him some love go and friend him on the forums Basically, that's what I'm trying to say here. Um, I actually wanted to do this episode anyway, as in, I'd, I'd wanted to do a Mega Drive episode this week, but I've held that back until a later date. Then after that I was like, hmm, what do I want to do? And I was like, yes, I know, I want to do an Atlas episode. And then I looked on the forums and, uh, oh, he, he, he's already done an Atlas episode. He's already requested an Atlas episode. That's a bit of an issue right there. Uh, yes, I should probably actually explain what we just played because I didn't do that unorganized as always It's very hot I'm gonna blame it on that so we had from the Caligula effect just now we had oh no no not more words I can't pronounce that uh, Tokimeki Reverie the remix version because every track in the Caligula effect the Caligula effect which by the way is at the moment one of my favorite game soundtracks it's really good uh, every track has a normal version and a remix version, which I believe plays as like a boss theme or something like that. I don't actually know. I haven't played the game, but it plays in some sort of, like conflict area, I believe. The remix versions and some of them are okay, but like that one, I really like. And I actually had to sort of fight myself a bit because I was really between playing the remix version and just playing the original version of the track. Uh, the original version of the track it has like a very sort of French vibe. Sort of that Sakuritaisen French town track, that sort of vibe, basically. And uh, whereas the Remix version is a lot of Wub Wub Wubs, and I thought, "Mm, that fits a bit better at the beginning of the show, so I'm going to go with Wub Wub Wubs. And before that, from Persona 5 Dancing Star Knight, a brand new addition to the playlist, only been on for a few weeks there. That is uh, Tokyo Daylight, Atlas, Kazuka, Kazuka Remix. It took a while to come up there. Um, it's quickly becoming a station classic because, well, I've re- I've been requesting it quite a lot. As, like as soon as it came on the playlist, I kept requesting that one, and then after that, uh, it's reached the top five a few times, I believe. So I keep requesting that. Absolutely love that track. It took a track which was pretty good from the original and turned it into an absolute banger. Love that track right there. Anyway, so uh, this is what you guys are currently saying down in the chat room because. Uh, clutching at straws already, because I'm not really sure what to talk about in this first segment. What I can't talk about that won't be talked about later in the show. Uh, Jamie has sent me The Adventures of Admiral Snack Bar. And, um, it's, it's Star Wars. And it says Is that a burrito? It's a wrap. Truly comedic genius. We can't fault this one. Nobody has ever made a joke more original than this. Um, yes. Stuff. I don't know, I don't really have too much to say, but um, actually I do, because on the subject we have added some new Atlas stuff to the playlist recently. As you know, as I just said, we added Persona 5 Dancing Star Knight, we also actually added Persona 3 um, Dancing Thingamabob and Majig, because I can't remember the name of it. Let's look it up right now, because it has a different name. Viper Viper, here we go. Dancing Moon Knight is the name of the Persona 3 Dancing game. We added both of them to the playlist, and they're awesome soundtracks. I don't like Persona 3's one as much as Persona 5's dancing soundtrack, but uh, still very good. And then, as of today, or as of yesterday, I actually, I added it yesterday, quite late on, uh, Dragon's Crown Pro, which was recently released by Atlas, is now on the playlist. So go ahead and get requesting on that one, because I hear it has some quite awesome tunes. I haven't listened to too much of it, and we do have a track coming up in just a second. From the game, but uh, I haven't actually played it or heard any of the tracks aside from this one. So, uh, you know, please, please do tell me your opinions on Dragon, Dragon's Dragon's Crown Pro down below. Uh, of course, if you're not paying attention to the World Cup, which uh, I can't exactly uh, blame you for, to be honest, it's quite, it's quite blissful to not know anything about the World Cup when everyone is talking about it. Um, it's in shambles I don't really know what's going on if I'm honest um <laughs> all the major teams have gone out England is still in somehow they actually won a game on penalties who would have guessed that and uh now currently as we speak we have Belgium versus Brazil on everyone's telly everyone's watching it <laughs> but luckily this is an audio based show and uh, no one likes football commentary so you can listen in to me instead so uh we're officially the World Cup beta in that aspect. But yeah, it's just been a quite a weird World Cup. I was sort of thinking, is there any way I can cash in on this? Uh, not with real money, but uh, was there a way I could make a sort of themed show around the World Cup? And then I was thinking, is there really that much music that I could play that wouldn't become repetitive? No, no, there wasn't. So I decided to scrap that plan. Instead, instead focusing on something which I know a bit more about at least, which is obviously Atlas right here. And um, according to ii, it was an own goal. I don't have any uh, KC style sound effects, so I have to make them in my mouth. We have to use our imagination here a bit. But um, while you guys reminisce about Belgium's, I believe it was Belgians. Oh, it was it was Brazil. While you reminisce about Brazil's own goal. Total failure, by the way. Um, down in the chat room. Speaking of which, radioac.gf4/discord. slash Go ahead and join over there. While, while you talk about that, we're going to get on to play some more music, and we have got a bit more of a relaxed, calming music block right here compared to what we had on earlier. And Electric has pointed out some, some like you know football games. And I think yeah, I, like obviously there are a lot of games that I could play, but sort of at what point would the music become repetitive? is sort of my issue, and what point would the theme become repetitive within the episode, that's sort of what I debated with myself and decided that it would be worth doing an episode. <laughs> Maybe when the Euros come back on uh, in two years' time, who knows. Anyway, let's get on with the music, because I've been rambling on for long enough. So we're going to kick things off with a track from Odin Sphere, L- Life, of Tha- Sir? Life who comes up with the names for these games? Admittedly, it's Japanese, so actually, it's fairly justified. But anyway, from the game that I can't pronounce, this is Neb... God. Nebulapolis? Metropolis of the King, final chapter. When we come back, hopefully, I'll know a bit more of what we're talking about when we go through the hasty history and discussing Atlas... They rise, they fall, and they rise again from the ashes. But uh, first of all, let's enjoy some music.
0: topic of the episode in a tweet to at radio sega or the green viper 8 or send it in a discord dm to green viper 8 through our discord server at radiose.ga. Hey, history discord.
1: I'm convinced the fades on this software have just gone completely mad because about three things overlapped each other at once. I'm gonna have to look back into that. Anyway, what you just heard there was from Dragon's Crown Pro and that was the creatively titled Dragon's Crown because obviously Dragon's Crown Pro is a port of Dragon's Crown so that would have meant that was originally called Dragon's Crown from Dragon's Crown. Must must have come up... They, they must have had like, a board meeting. And spent hours thinking what would be the perfect title for the main theme of our game. How about main theme? No, too generic. What about calling it the title of our game? That way, when you play it in a media player, it will look like it's broken. Yes, great idea. <laughs> Before that, from Odin Spear, Life, Life, Life Apparently, apparently, it's um, according down to the chat room. It is from Norse mythology which to be honest it sounds quite Norse so I, I can get behind that. And that was Nebulapolis, Met- Met- Metropolis of the King Final chapter. and now I can't even pronounce words how I know how to pronounce. That's how deep the issues lie here on the Topical Resort. Even if it's an English word sometimes I just can't pronounce it. I, it's, it, it it's the British way. But yes, um, down in the chat room, once again, more FIFA discussion broke out, and um, it's time to bring back the absolute classic, says Electric Boogaloo, which is the, uh, the, the the classic meme which some of you might not remember, because some of you might not have been around Radio Sega long enough to remember it. A um, meme, because Jamie used to have a game list of, like, every game he owned. It was a pretty long list, to be honest, it was quite sad. Uh, <laughs> But um, at the very top of that list, the very first game that shows up is 2010 FIFA South Africa. Ever since then, I, I. has not let him live it down, and there is an image which always appears in the chat room, which is IGN, amazing game, 10 out of 10. Jamie64326 calls it a pucker game, 11 out of 10. And uh, it's the whole city DLC as well, it comes with that. I've got to mention that yeah so anyway it's time for the hasty history segment and for those of you who don't know what it is you probably should know what it is by now So I've explained it many many times and I'm going to probably stop explaining it because I feel like some of you are like yes we know what it is hurry up and get on with it so what the hasty history is is where you go for the history of something relating to the episode as fast as possible and this week it actually will be fast unlike the last few weeks where it's been like a, it hasn't been 15 minutes but the last few weeks where it's been you know massively long like (laughs) three line long in notepad sort of slog is what it was for a while but uh, finally it's come back to its condensed form so why don't we get into the history of Atlas as a company not necessarily the games it's released but just the company financial history. So it first opened its doors on the 7th of April 1986, a relatively young company in the grand scheme of things. It was initially a contracted video game developer so they would develop games for other companies However, it soon moved into making entertainment equipment such as karaoke equipment. In 1989, they released Puzzle Boy, the first title to be released under their own name. While they weren't necessarily. They weren't. They were successful, but they weren't necessarily known for making. sort of. you know. turning a profit, should I say. But despite this, they continued to acquire other studios. In 1999, they acquired of a Pies, a and in 2001, they bought CareerSoft. Despite their thrifty spending, they would be acquired themselves in 2003 by Takara, and again by Index in 2006. Atlas would be merged into Index in 2010, meaning that they ceased to exist as a company, but they were still operated as a brand. Index themselves in an epic tale of um, face palmery or, you know, just in general, sort of, um, it's it's a dog-eat-dog world index themselves would go bankrupt in mid-2013 and a buyer would come to the rescue in the form of Sega Sammy Holdings, purchasing the company for 14 billion yen. In turn, this meant that Sega had bought Atlas, so they decided to put this into use and on April 1st, 2014, they renamed their Index Corporation to the name atlas and that is where atlas stands as of today so that was the hasty history segment as you know and um, people are quite eager they're not eager enough so I'm gonna have to remind you that we still got plenty of room for requests we currently have a few requests in and I will get some of them on you know during the block I currently only have two in the queue but there's a few more than that but if you wanna get some in Twitter discord that's it basically Private message to me on Discord, radioese.geo, four slash Discord, at the Green Vaporate, at Topol Resort, or at Radio Sega, will be able to get you a request on Twitter. I'm not I'm not going to link any of the other places because no one ever requests on them. But uh, if you know where they are, you can request on them, basically. Everyone always pings me during this show. <laughs> I'll, I'll look away from the screen for two seconds and then I'll have like five messages and I'll just think, w- what happened? You know. <laughs> It's such a short period of time. But um, we have actually got a rather interesting request. Because if I can find it, because it's on a different browser. I have two browsers open for some reason. Uh, (laughs) We'll get back to you in a second, Callum. Don't worry. Um, Yes, we have a request from... (laughs) At Blackpink Stats. And um, they they would love to hear... Do-do, do... By Blackpink on hashtag TopicalResort Resort at Topical Resort um, I looked into this there's a possibility it might be listening not not got any clue whatsoever <laughs> what this song is I don't know what it is I don't know who this band are I haven't looked this up but uh, I checked their Twitter account and this person isn't a bot they just spam every radio station they can find under Searching Radio on Twitter and ask them to, to play this song. So if, if you are actually listening, because I don't think you're a bot, um, hi, I guess. From now on, this show will exclusively play music by Blackpink, of course. Uh, you know, no, no sarcasm there at all. Though if you have any actual requests relating to Atlas, keyword being Atlas, then, um, you know, send me a request on all the appropriate places and um, Callum's pinging me, let's see what he says. Does infograms count? I guess? Yeah, sure. I'll count infograms because I did allow Jamie to get in a song from Trauma Center so I guess I will let you have infograms. There's just so, so much stuff going on in this chat room we're not sticking to one subject tonight it's not one of those it's not one of those subjects where sort of everyone has tons to say. Everyone's just jumping between tons of different subjects. Um, still talk of FIFA. Um, electric doesn't even know what Pucker means. Uh, look it up on Urban Dictionary. I've got to stop saying uh. We're going to ban it from now on. But Pucker means... What would the actual definition be? I think it just means like sort of, you know, lovely in northern slang. Popularized by... Um, British chef and devil because he took away school dinners for uh, school children not school children but he took away nice school dinners for school children uh, popularised by him because he would always school stuff pucker yeah Jamie you are correct Trauma Center is still atlas it's just pre Sega atlas but uh, that's why we don't have anything pre acquisition on our playlist just so you know because uh, people actually do ask us about that quite a lot that's a very interesting um, track choice there, Callum. So I, I guess I will, will honour that and I will give it to you. Um, I always requested that. Um, okay. If this is legit, then I guess I can honor this, but I don't know if it is. In... Did they... I don't think they did, did they? I um... oh, yeah. <laughs> Re- request something from Atlas, please. Um... <laughs> yeah, anyway, I think it's time we've gone into some music, but surprisingly, it wasn't the first request by Electric, and it certainly wasn't the first request by DJ Meme, but the first person to get in a request is actually a face who uh, you know, doesn't come down into the chat room too much. But he requests quite a bit. Occasionally. None other than The King requested a track from Persona 4, Dancing All Night. So this is Backside of the TV, the Lotus Juice Mix. When we come back, we'll be discussing our opinions and my opinions. More importantly, because mine matter more than yours. That includes you, Jamie. We'll be discussing the games released by Atlas and what we think of them. But as for now, enjoy your requests.
0: Request Results.
2: Placement goes as placement. Big bucks a dirty like a slave man Began to lose patience To these complacent successes To assess his rules That assassinate us What a lot, me, lot of confidence But fall from vanity Reason why I got a crew behind me My family Even if they try to bribe me Never ride. Believe in beauty or destiny It's fire the of the blood The fresher of the flesh But darker the soul The lesser of the heart The lessons are taught Yo, best out of TV This sums like DV Bottomless dark don't me, not for the weak kids Underestimate the way your brain Was she Bunch of hallucination But this sums elucidation. Hell, nah, I won't cave I'm a Outlaw, outlaw, switch my town Got a for the sample is <laughs> there you will no
3: more?
2: Information's better choose, Recognize the source of course To get accused soon Be care for who you choose To speak in back room Jealousy, jealousy Running like sunny boom. It's best up How anger and hatred looms Lodge in the dark Living scars to song But who's who? I got my third eye to see through the costumes Lies after line Little finger from lotus juice This power's beyond dark Is also intriguing Lost once drunk off A pool of money, dreaming. Dancers to battle And against these demons Great souls, even screaming Oh no, please Jesus Money makes the world go around Who the richest? Mother Teresa but they never listen to me. Can't with a fake cover red spit fire burn these trees better than the baby, baby, baby. <laughs> Tied to everything, but we're gonna bring it up Even if I die, my words are live, Bring it up until my last breath Never ever gonna give it up Hmm. Ridiculousness Suppose it's sick, sick business But we ain't gonna be fooled by these sickness My brain is safe and sound with pure goodness I guess comparably So just throw your hands high in the air In the air so I can see how you're feeling Put it up in the air When I say yeah I wish you say back, say oh yeah Let's change the world.
4: Real question to be asked: Where have I been? I'm a shapeshifter, at post masquerade, hiding both face and mind. i free for you to draw. I'm a shapeshifter. What else should I be? Please don't take off my mask, revealing God. Nothing left to be found A mirror right in front of me That's where I find An empty glass Reflecting the sad truth It's telling words not to be told I need the mask I'm a shapeshifter At Postmaster Ray Free for you to draw. I'm a shapeshifter, chained down to my core. Please don't take off my mask, my place to
3: hide.
4: I can't tell you how to see me. Just a cage of bones, there's nothing inside. for you to draw.
1: Back to the top, Resort right here on Radio Sega, that was a fairly short actually for our normal standards request block, but it felt like a million years long for me because I had to run a million different errands in the middle of that because there's another thing that's on right now that I'm also helping to moderate at the exact same time that this show is going on. So it's oh, it's all over the place, but um, yes, still enjoying and loving this show anyway. You guys are always the utmost importance right here. We just heard was Tokyo Mirage Sessions hashtag F E. That was feel. That was requested by me. I've never actually heard that track before. I was that was a leftover from when we had about two requests in the queue and I was thinking okay I need to fill time. What request should I put in? And I was like, something from Tokyo Mirage, I've never heard that one, just put it in. It'll fill time. And it was actually quite a nice track, so I got quite lucky in that respect. Tokyo Mirage Sessions yeah, has a very good soundtrack, I'd say. For that, from DJ Cutman and HA covers featuring Dodger. That was beneath the mask, and obviously a remix of the Persona 5 track. And that was requested by Rapid Run. He actually posted multiple requests. Speaking of which, Rapid Run is now with us in the chat room. Uh, he actually posted a few Persona 5 remix requests, and I went with that one because I've heard that one before and absolutely love it. So had to get it on. Before that, from Trauma Center, Under the Knife 2, that was Gentle Wind, as requested by Callum. Before that, from the original Trauma Center, Under the Knife, that was Code Blue, requested by Jamie. Shin Megami Tensei 4 Apocalypse, with East Madness, requested by Electric Boogaloo, and Kicking Off the Block, requested by The King, from Persona 4 Dancing All Night, was Backside of the TV, the Lotus Juice Remix, an absolutely banging track, love that one. And now, it is time to talk. Oh no, please, please, no, no, no more talking. Shut up Viper, we want to hear the music uh, Trust me, I hear you I know you want to hear the music But surely you want to hear what I have to say About this, quite frankly Excellent library Of games that we have down here But uh, first of all, let's see what you guys have Been talking about in the chat uh, As always, it's derailed incredibly Off-topic, because everyone's talking about Ren Stimpy and it's horrible Reboot as the adult party cartoon Um... And F- frost impact says a Fire Emblem song on Radio Sega. Yes, because Tokyo Mirage Sessions was made by Atlas. And Atlas are owned by Sega. Therefore, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which features Fire Emblem, is on our playlist. I bet this shocked you. Yeah, I know, C- C- Callum. <laughs> you gotta give up on the wacky racist dream. It's it's not gonna happen. And that's actually not me being sarcastic. I don't have it anywhere in the show. <laughs> I went with one request again for all, I apologise, but uh, actually quite a lot of people requested after I asked them to, so uh, maybe... Um, for a lot of the time, if you actually don't get any request for a show... Uh, actually, Kelly, you wouldn't know this, because I don't think you've been around for one of them before. If you don't get any requests during the month on a show and you really want to hear it, then uh, you can resubmit it in the off-topic episode, because we don't have any music requirements there. Just as long as it's Sega, mostly, sometimes we allow a few... You know, we allow a few exceptions, but mostly limited to Sega there, but still you can request any track you want, so if you really badly want Wacky Races Nez, and yes I know it's Atlas, I'm fully aware it's Atlas, Uh, if you want it, then you're going to request it in the off-topic episode, because I've limited it to one request per person. Uh, Let's get into those opinions, shall we? Devil Survivor 2, record breaker, this is not a good start, because I don't know anything about this. Um, okay, so it's related to Megami Tensei, apparently. Oh, okay, Isashi Megami Tensei game. Interesting. Um, it's the 3DS port of Devil Survivor 2. Wow, couldn't have told you that it was a version of Devil Survivor 2 right there. Oh, wow, it features a new female character. What? incredible. They've truly outdone it with the diversity on this one also they use the same background that we use on our twitter feed on this website (laughs) fun fact I... nothing really of interest here I mean I can't find too much info on this like everyone's been really scarce on information but it's shimugami tensei I'm sure it's probably pretty good Uh, play it if you have a 3DS because apparently it did come out over here Dragon's Crown Pro now I don't I haven't played this and One. I haven't heard much about it except our lovely boy Scotty dr. Scottnik the absolute geezer of Radio Sega also known as uh, the Yakuza fanboy <laughs> reviewed this game on actually on this week's manic Monday show so go and catch the podcast for that if you missed it because I'm sure he'll give you a much better review than I could but apparently it's a very good game so go ahead and play it Etrian Odyssey Etrian... Oh, sorry, Etrian Mystery Dungeon, and Etrian Mystery Dungeon 2. Uh, this is not going well, because I don't know about these either. I know these actually have... Well, the Etrian Odyssey games actually have really nice music. Yuzo Koshiro Represent. But, uh, you know, I'm not too confident on my Etrian Mystery Dungeon sort of information. So, let's look this up. Okay, it's a dungeon crawler. That's all I need to know. It's probably pretty good. You should probably play it. Okay, so it's a crossover between Entry and Odyssey and uh, the Mystery Dungeon series. Interesting, I have never actually knew these games were crossovers. Crossovers are normally pretty cool, so uh, play them. <laughs> play both the games. They might be pretty good. I do know a bit more. No, no, Callum. <laughs> no, Tamita Casita, please. No, <laughs> we're not having this. <laughs> You've got to put your foot down at some point. no. But we're not playing that track ever on this show. We have some integrity, believe it or not. Etrion Odyssey 2, Untold, The Fafnir Knight, and Etrion Odyssey 5. I hear these are great games. I don't know too much about them. Claim, I'm really sorry. I, I know the music of these games, I just don't know anything about the gameplay. I'm sure those who know their Atlas and love their Atlas cringing, they're cowering in shame right now in the corner of their rooms thinking, what have I got myself into? Why am I listening to this trash so You know, sometimes I question that myself, mainly, but um, it's glad that you're questioning it along with me and uh, another message. Despacito, yes, of course you can get- no. No. It's <laughs> a certain point where you have to cut sarcasm off and just say no. <laughs> You've got to limit it. No Despacito, no Damatocasita. Please. My my sanity levels—they're dropping rapidly, rapidly, almost as rapid as rapid runs. How fast would a rapid run if a rapid could run rapid? What? That's to really be fun. Odin Sphere, yeah, the one I can't pronounce. Uh, let's consult Google. It's okay. It's a remake of Odin Sphere for the Sony PS or PS3 and PS Vita. Wait hang on, yes, yeah okay it is. Uh, I I clicked on the article for the remake but then it took me to the original. That's why I'm confused here okay. So yeah it's a remake and they're normally pretty good at remakes Atlas, they normally don't screw them up too much. It's an action role playing game. Couldn't have told you that, that wasn't completely obvious. Uh Why are we talking about Despacito still? Why is this still happening? Hotline Bling? No, we can get Roulette Bling though, because uh... Premi Duremi, he's still a funny meme, isn't he? There's no Despacito! This, it's just not happening! <laughs> if everyone who sent me the video of it, or sent me Please Play It, it, it it's over! The, the Dream's dead! The, the Dreamcast is dead as well, admittedly. But the dream of Despacito is dead. No. (laughs) No more. Slowly I'm losing my sanity and yes that was a Despacito pun. I apologize for not talking about it anymore. On to some games that I actually know about. Persona 3 Dancing Moon Knight, Persona 4 Dancing All Night, and Persona 5 Dancing Star Night. Now these are rhythm games and I know that because uh, I I like rhythm games. Supposedly, as they go, they're okay. They're pretty bland, actually. I hear because it's sort of MyMy, Mai Mai, except if MyMy was on a PS4 controller and didn't have any of the fun. If that makes sense, it's sort of weird. Like the whole fun of MyMy is for those you've never seen it. It's a sort of circular display, and around that circle is another circle of buttons and. You sort of got to hit the buttons on the side of the screen in time to the music. That's sort of the fun of it the fact that you have to move your arms around all over the place, basically. The Persona Rhythm games sort of copy this, and the the button prompts are on the outside of the screen and you got to wait for them. So it plays like Mai Mai. It's just not as fun because um, I think the biggest issue that I've seen is the HUD looks way too big. So what that means is it doesn't really give you that much time to react, and especially when there's stuff like scratching, which the game has scratching. Um, scratching is a rhythm game term for like sort of flicking the sticks, or sometimes like swiping the touchpad on the PS4. Um, the game has that, and you have very limited reaction time if you're on later difficulties. It just doesn't seem like it's feasible at all to hit hit some of them. But, um, the music's really nice, I can say that, I just, from what I've seen, I'm not too keen on the Rhythm games. Um, they're all on the Vita, actually, so at some point I should check them out on PSTV, because Hacked PSTV for the win, and also that means I can get around the whitelist, because they probably are on the whitelist. <laughs> right, okay, there's a, <laughs> there a certain limit to what I would take on an off-topic episode. We're, we're gonna confirm this right now. <laughs> Gaming music only. <laughs> no Despacito, no Mr. Blue Sky cover. It's driving me absolutely nuts. But, uh, just. How? it's It's got me to a loss for words at this point. Moving swiftly on, anyway. I sort of recommend you listen to the soundtracks to the Persona Rhythm Games more than you actually play them, so uh, do that. And save yourself sort of the sanity, in this case, of having to deal with scratching and an incredibly big HUD. Okay, so something of sense has come out of the chat room because Electric Boogaloo has posted that his favourite Atlas game is Ogre Battle, the limited edition, and uh, I have to. Actually, applaud this serious approach to the chat because everyone else is still requesting meme music. Uh, Ogre Battle I hear it's actually a pretty good game. I I, I, I should check it out. Same with all of the games on this list. There's a running theme here, isn't there? Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. It's sort of like a fighting esque game with Persona characters. Um, so, the timeline of this game, I should actually clear up, because Persona 4 Arena was released on the PS3 before the buyout, so that's not a Sega game, technically, but Persona 4, the Ultimax Ultra Suplex Hold, which is a incredible mouthful, is the arcade release, which was released after the buyout, and then Persona 4 Arena Ultimax is the Xbox 360 release, that was also after the Sega buyout, so... There's a bit of confusion because one of the releases of this game isn't Sega, but the other two are. So I thought I'd clear that up. I've, I've given up. I'm just going to stop reading the discourse. <laughs> this is winding me up beyond belief at this point. <sighs> okay, Persona 5. Obviously everyone's sweetheart game. People adore this game. Seriously, this just gets so much love all over social media, ultra-stylish game, really fun story apparently, or quite dark at some points, but, you know, really fun gameplay, sort of really intriguing, capturing story, all of which is a pretty good combination if you ask me, because they're three things I like in video games, funnily enough. I really actually do want to try Persona 5 at some point, because none of the others in the series have really none of the other atlas games in general like they seem cool but and everybody really, like grabbed out to me like grab me by the shirt collar you must play this now screaming in my ear this is the game that actually sort of has and i would like to check it out at some point persona q shadow of the labyrinth a 3ds rpg i remember it's 3ds because there was a really cool limited edition of this game or really cool limited edition actually of the 3ds which came with this game it was like ultra cool purple it had one of the books from the game that variant looked very cool. That's how I remember. That was on the 3DS. Dare I look at the chat room again? <sighs> mm. No. Okay. I shouldn't have looked. At- I shouldn't have looked. I should just. <laughs> I should just move on. <laughs> Shimagami Tensei: Strange Journey Redux. Shimagami Tensei 4: Apocalypse. Shimagami Tensei 4, I hear, is actually a lot of people's favourite, but uh 5 might take that accolade when it comes out but yeah play him Tokyo Mirage Sessions hashtag FE a crossover between Atlas and Nintendo Ugh, the cardboard company shock horror I know but they actually did a crossover and apparently it was pretty good hey that's pretty good <laughs> uh, it had great music it had more importantly pretty good gameplay and apparently the story was nice as well Check out Tokyo Mirage Station's hashtag FE if you own a Wii U like myself. Except I don't actually have the game on Wii U and I've never downloaded it because it's like 15 gigabytes, which is ridiculously large for a Wii U game. But check it out anyway if you can get a disc copy or you just have a lot of storage on your hands. Which I applaud you for. There's one final game which I actually didn't put on the list because I completely forgot about it, but it's a game which I've been talking about already. The Caligula Effect. One of my favourite soundtracks in gaming at the moment, it's just ultra good, love it. All sort of vocal themes, very like upbeat, sort of up-tempo, very happy, sometimes quite sad-sounding, actually. For the most part, sort of these really epic, actually, vocal tracks that you wouldn't expect. I have no clue what the game's about, but <laughs> the music's nice, and that's, that's the same with a lot of Sega games, actually. And that's the same with a lot of my uh, views on Atlas games. I think it's finally time to move on um, and get in some more music because uh, I-, I need to rush and get some more to drink actually because I'm stumbling over my words even more than normal. Seriously, UK heat sucks. It's probably like 25 degrees outside today, which, you know, some people would be like, ugh, suck it up. It's-, it's 40 degrees, 100 degrees Fahrenheit here in America, but, um,. Here in the UK, one, we don't deal with heat too well because it never gets that hot, but two, um, my room is a heat trap and I can't have a fan on because you can very audibly hear a fan if I do have it on. And sometimes I even have to close the window because there's birds outside. Luckily that didn't happen today. But um, on bad days, and I think it probably has today, it normally reaches about 35 plus, probably more close to 40 degrees in my room, because of how much equipment I have running right now. Ouch. (laughs) 40 degree heat. It's not nice, and yet it's 30 for you. I don't know what it is over here. Let's put an end to this right now. and find out what the temperature is here today. I can't spell apparently either. Mm, 26. Okay, that's Hyza 28 earlier on, but it's 26 right now. Eh, it's been warm before. <laughs> but in the room it's still quite warm, I'm maintaining this. Now there's just talks about Bubsy, I mean... Okay, uh, I'm gonna roll with it at this point. Let's get into some more music. So, I was talking about, just now, about how Shin Megami Tensi 4 is probably the best regarded in the series. And coming up next is a track from the game that I really do enjoy. So why don't we listen to the main theme? And then, finally, we'll be getting into the topical thesis. The topical disease, as some would call it. And then, the Discord call-in. And then, the end! I know some of you are looking forward to it as much as I am. I'm not looking forward to it, because I always enjoy hosting the show. Enough ramble now. We need to stop. Let's listen to the music. Enjoy. Thesis, and welcome back to the Top Resort. Now into the topical thesis segment, but more importantly, what you just heard there was from Etrian Odyssey 2, Untold the Fair Night, the nope, the Fafnir Night. That was bloody fight, betting it all. A brilliant Yuzo Koshiro track, and Vertex apparently doesn't think that one's on the playlist, which I'm fairly certain it is because otherwise I don't know how I got a hold of it. Before that, from tend Tensei Apocalypse, or for Apocalypse, that was the main theme, and now it is time for the topical disease, and we haven't done this since last season because now we're on week B, whereas last week we we're on week A, so I should explain what the topical thesis is. There may be some people here who don't know what it is. So... The topical thesis is where I take an opinion or opinion I've heard from around the community and I give my spin on it. I give my three points for, well, my three points against, it and then I come to a justified conclusion based on whether I agree or whether I disagree with the statement. Today's topical thesis is Should Atlas USA localise more titles? So, why don't we get into those points for first of all? Localising is easier than making games specifically for a market, therefore, more games will be released. Fairly simple one to start with. Translating a game and sort of changing it slightly to be adapted towards an audience is a lot easier than just making a brand new game specifically for that audience. So, therefore, they're able to release more titles if they localise games. Atlas USA is also a publisher, so the lengthy localization process doesn't actually hurt their game output too much. So, if you look on Wikipedia, you can see a massive list of games they have published. And even sort of recently, like, after the buyout, like some of the games we have on our playlist are from Atlas USA as a publisher, not as a developer or localizer. For example, the Caligula Effect, actually, the game which I banged on about the great soundtrack for, isn't even an Atlas game. They just published it here in the West. So, you know, by having them... Publish games as well as localise them. If a game spends a long time in that localization process, for example, they actually localise the Yakuza games over here now. If a game such as that, which takes an incredibly long time, does in fact take sort of longer than expected, or you know, a couple of years at the very most, then they've got sort of their publishing empire to s- sit back on and go, "Hey, we can still release games because we're still publishing stuff." And well, quite frankly, I think that Atlas USA are doing a much better job localizing games than previous teams, so their work should not be underappreciated. I'm going to use it as an example again, because it is a brilliant example. Yakuza. They were the localizers for Yakuza Kiwami, as well as Yakuza Zero, here in the West. And uh, speaking of which, (laughs) Yakuza Kiwami 2 now has a demo out on PSN. Please go and download it. I'm going to go and play it after this uh, radio broadcast is done. But yes, back to the point... Yakuza Kiwami actually has an incredibly accurate script... Very close to the Japanese version... Whereas Yakuza 1, for the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, sorry, is infamous for how bad its script is... Because I, I can't actually repeat the words that its script so commonly just sort of throws around as an insult... But um, yes, they, they're calling people disabled all throughout the script... And there's quite a lot of swearing which wasn't there in Japanese as well... So. My point stands there, that Atlas USA are an absolutely brilliant team in terms of their localisations, so I think they should continue to localise titles as they are doing it much better than anyone else before them in the Sega line, or even just in general, have really been doing it. However, with every positive there must come a negative, so let, let's debate those three points against. Some would argue that Atlas USA should make a few more original titles instead of relying on the crutch of the Japanese branch. That one is fairly self-explanatory. You know, Atlas Japan make a game, Atlas USA localise it. Some people think that Atlas USA should make more of its own stuff rather than relying on hand-me-downs from their Japanese division. Constant localization actually does put a strain on resources because you constantly... I keep saying constantly, I, I apologise. <laughs> but, you know, sort of... Over and over again, doing localization means you've got people who are always translating scripts, they're always editing text, you know, you've always got that team of people stuck localizing and not doing any other project. You know, sort of script writers and script checkers and translators, you can't put them on any other project. So it puts a strain on resources in that way because they're all stuck you know, localizing a Japanese title instead of, you know, perhaps doing a different published title or, you know, something of the sort. And although I'm not an opinion held by myself, some believe that companies should do a better job of releasing games tailored to a market rather than bringing over games designed for a different market. Let's use Japan as an example here. So some people believe that America shouldn't receive Japanese games but instead, America should have games made for America. Or, you know, Japanese games shouldn't be re-released in the country. They should instead make games specifically for the country. I don't personally believe this myself, but I've sort of heard of this in circles to where I think this is a point that should be mentioned. So some people just think it's lazy to... Because they don't necessarily like the game. They may think it's lazy to just sort of go, yeah, we'll... we'll just just quickly translate that from Japanese and we'll release it for a quick profit, you know? Something along that line is what I'm trying to get at, and I don't agree with it myself, but you've got to discuss what other people think, as well as what I think, or, or you think, in some cases. So, in conclusion, what do I think? Did my three points 3.4 st- just completely crumble in comparison to my points against, or did my points for... Tower over the points against. Let's find out. I actually think this thesis is pretty one sided. Although localization does affect the output of original titles, the branches have never really been known for their development, but rather the games they publish and localize. So, yes, I believe that Atlas USA should localize more titles, as it is introducing a new game to a new audience who may love the title, and it isn't affecting their game output in the slightest. Here we go. I bet you've missed this one. I bet Jamie is still going to find a way to complain about this. What's your opinion on this opinion? You have many different places where you can get in your opinion. You can get it in through Twitter at RadioSega at Topical Resort at The Green Vibrate. You can get it in through Discord, RadioSE.G4 slash Discord. You can get it in through Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash RadioSega. You can get it in through a private message on the RadioSega forums on Green Vibrate over there. Or you can get it in on email, TopicalResort at gmail.com. All those places right there, you can get in your opinions. I've still got it. I haven't. I didn't stumble there once, but I'll stumble just talking normally. I've got it still. That's good to know. Anyway, let's see what you guys have been saying down in the Discord. We've got a few new faces. I never really actually introduced them. So we currently have DJ GemmaJay, a.k.a. Saganart, down in the chat room. And we also have Kevki in the chat room. So uh, hello to you two. Hopefully you're doing well. And yeah, thank you for tuning in to the of Resort. Um, DJ Jammin and Jay, okay, Sega. At one point, I will just shorten it. Uh, says that he has no strong feelings one way or the other, aka neutral response. To the classic YouTube video. So he doesn't really, he doesn't really feel strongly either way, which I can respect. Electric Boogaloo, on the other hand, always opinionated, always got something to say on these matters. Says, I mean, Atlas USA is kind of putting double duty as they handle all of Sega's non-Sonic titles in the U.S. nowadays. And he does bring up the very good point of Yakuza One having Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is the best thing about the uh, Yakuza One localization. But that is literally it. The script is horrible. The rest of the voice actors are okay. Mark Hamill being Majima, Goro Majima, is uh, is amazing. It's Goro gorgeous, dare I say it, or Maji magical, as some would put it. Uh, yeah, and Jamie says the same thing. The best thing about Yakuza One on the PS One was Mark Hamill himself. Uh, he, I says that he's a Sega fan because he likes Japanese games and I think that's the same for a lot of us actually down in this chat room outside of possibly like Ravsey, we don't really have too many fans of you know sort of the uh, micromanagement games a lot of us are a fan of the Japanese sort of Sega t- style games I've got a few PMs so okay aside from that I think that's pretty much all I really have to say on this on this segment because now we can get into the discord call-in where you can get in your opinions live on air I can't filter them like I do on the topical thesis but uh, I can filter your language no, no foul language yes let's get into the discord call-in but we're gonna have to have some fan favorite tracks before we do that so let's kick this off of a track From Tokyo Mirage Sessions, hashtag FE, this is Reincarnation right here on Radio Sega.
3: 道のざわめきあいっそ笑いの憂鬱本音なんていつかそこが見えないふり誰だって不安なんてそんな言われなくてもわかってる壊したい robotchi desu yo
0: Radio Sega Live Weekend, this is the Topical Resort with Green Viper 8. An episode and want to catch up? Want to re educate yourself on the topic of a previous show? Download our podcast from the Radio Sega Media section, subscribe to us on iTunes, or stream the show through Stitcher. Discord Cooling.
1: I have missed this bed a lot. I really love this bed. This is actually, believe it or not, a track from an Atlas game. This is from Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. Whatever the arcade version title was. But yes, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. This is Kuma, Kuma Circus. Love this one. It's just so jazzy and upbeat. And it really works well, actually, for this segment. Now, what you just had there was actually a track from Persona 5, rather fittingly, because as DJ Meme, or a.k.a. Jamie, A.K.A. Mr. Wonderman, A.K.A. PTKKS, A.K.A. Green Vibrate. He has a lot of names. Yes, we had to bring back that gag from the dead. It was dead for a reason. He suggest he suggested to me that you can't have an Atlas show without Persona 5, and he's correct because Persona 5 music is so good. You can't leave it out. For that, from Tokyo Mirage Sessions #Fe, as I mentioned, that was Reincarnation, and now it is actually time to take a call. So if you want to take a call. If you actually want to um, join the call, should I say radiose. jf4/discord? Grab a microphone, join the show, and from there you have a chance of being on the show. As for who I should pick, though, I'm sort of struggling because <laughs> do any of these people know extensive information about Atlas? And more importantly, which one of them isn't Jamie? <laughs> Because uh, we had Jamie on last week, we we got it. we got to give DJ Meme a bit of a break. I say we go with unprepared guest number two. Welcome to the show, I. Uh,
5: hi. <laughs> Is, so, what are your radio mm-hmm. one? Yeah, I'm just gonna just turn it off. On, exactly. uh, I, I guessed. <laughs> it's
1: classic station. Right, hello. Welcome Where's to the show. Uh, so, um, do you hello? have? too much that you can say about atlas
5: um not too much for atlas no because uh, i mean yeah, I, i'm not surprised I, I, I i've seen i've seen the persona 5 and i really like i, I thought it looked really good um uh, you know like watching it on twitch and i do intend to play it at some point i think i'm not certain if it's a game i'd like but you know i like role-playing games and I suppose the puzzles could be like slightly fun i suppose um, but it's just it's a bit, uh, the last time I looked on on the PlayStation um, like, like download it or whatever. It seemed to be like quite expensive. But then I was looking on on um, uh, PS3 um, buying the stuff and um, and it was quite cheap. It was only like 14 pounds or something. So I'll probably get it at some point. the Problem is, is um, I, I I have a daughter and she takes up most of my time and I just don't have time to play games.
1: I think I'm pretty much saying that I share the same regards to Atlas in that way because Persona 5 is really the only thing I sort of know about it, but there are often games that like Seem Cool, just haven't really touched them, but I hear so many good things about them that we had to dedicate just one episode to them, at least. So, aside from Atlas, is there anything else you'd like to discuss right now since you know we've still got plenty of time on this segment?
5: Shenmue HD is coming out August 21st! Yes!
1: Just, one, I one now. just the one issue with the release date which do is not... why did they think it was a good idea to release it one week before Kiwami 2 there's going to be such a clash of what game I want yeah. to play yeah I've
5: not bought, to be fair I've not bought Yakuza 6 yet so, so uh, I'm definitely buying it but but my, 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 my simple point is that I, you know um, like like before, like with like Yakuza Zero and Yakuza Kowami, I kind of rushed previous games. So I like rushed trying to finish Sonic Mania, and I, I rushed playing whatever game I was playing before Yakuza Zero. I think it was like it might have be been Final Fantasy Fifteen. And it's I, I don't really like rushing games. I'd rather like play at my own place. So at the moment I'm playing Dead Souls and Yakuza Five, and uh, when I finished Getting them, but when I finish playing both those two games, then I'll get Yakuza 6, and then once I finish Yakuza 6, I'll, I'll get one, two. But by the time I've finished these two games at the moment and playing Shenmue HD, um, then um, hopefully Yakuza 6 will be a little, a little bit cheaper or something, so I'll save a little bit of money as well. Yeah, I think
1: it's already actually dropping in price, which is good because yeah, I'm not that price. A good, I think it's a good game, but um, actually no, I don't really even have an issue with the price. But a lot of people took issue with the fact that it's fifty pounds. But this is sort of
5: now. I'm not. I'm out. not too bad. Um, because like you Yaku- keep um, like Yucaes Zero, specifically Yakuza me was a bit of a smaller game, really. So the price tag was probably the right price, but. Of what I've heard about Yakuza Six, it's like a game that's going to take forever. If you if you, if you like wanted a hundred percent of it, then it's going to take you months and months and months. Um, there's just so many mini games and, and and other games in it. So, I think it's worth that it, really. If I had, yeah. if I played all my other games beforehand, then I would have bought it like um, um, straight off. But I, I can't. I, I don't like the idea of like sending it. Buying it for £50 pounds, and then I don't get around to playing it for like two months or three months, and then by the time I do get to play with it, um, it's come down in price. That so just doesn't really make any sense to me, really.
1: I, th- I think with the price as well, it's quite justified because we live in an age now where Sonic actually isn't their flagship title, and surprisingly, Yakuza 6. Is considered their big release for the year, so it's justified, yeah, I think, for absolutely. that having the fifty-pound price tag versus Sonic Forces, yeah. which you could clear in about two hours.
5: But the other thing that's that's not bad about that price is that there's no like map um, insane um, DLC. So you know you buy the game and that's it. So you know you're not having to pay an extra like £25, 30 pounds for some upgrade or something. So that's it. So it's nice and easy.
1: Exactly, like the only game in the series that really sort of had extensive DLC was actually Kill Army, and that was all free costume DLC, which I yeah. thought was
5: justified. Yeah. But, and, um, back, back well, but she- like she- with Shenmue HD, um, I'm buying that straight away, because okay. I'm a mad Shenmue fan. <laughs> it's like, um, I can't remember, it, well, there's something on um, on Twitter um, you know one of these like PC things um, like trying to get people to like comment on their things to get more people following them <laughs> something or other yeah, i, okay, I, I sometimes like down to the best for some reason or other and it was like what was, the, what was the game that you spent the most money on and I didn't even ask think about that it was just send me the amount of copies of send me I've got and, I mean I've, you know, I've not spent crazy amounts of money on it but um, but, but yeah um but yeah, I spent a little bit. Yeah, the
1: sad, the sad yeah. part is when I think about that exact question, I think that game which I spent the most money on is surprisingly slowly becoming Sonic Mania because three copies right now, fourth is coming <laughs> in two weeks, and the collector's edition yeah, has gone not down so in price. Then exactly,
5: I, mean, I, yeah. I bought I, I bought the original Shenmue um, NTS. So I couldn't wait for the Power version, so I bought it on import for sixty pounds back in the day and released a for Mara when it got into um, the UK from America and I bought the DirectX um, um, boot up disc for it so that, which is basically I had to buy so you could, you, you could cut that as, as well so £15, another £32 on Shenmue 2 and then I spent about £50 a while ago for a power copy for Shenmue and then £25 for Japanese version um, and then $320, oh, I don't know, $360 on the Kickstarter. Um, <laughs> it was worth it to so, get
1: like 17 copies of the game or whatever, have. Yeah. How many? What, nine
5: accounts I'm or something. I'm, I'll, be, I'll be selling, um, something <laughs> at some point and hopefully make a lot of money, but.
1: The really so
5: Yeah, I'm trying to sort out to get, um, them to allow um, me to have like, an American coffee, a Japanese coffee, and um, uh, a PAL version. Yeah, that's cool. Well, it's just been a bit of confusion, because um, FANGAME uh, have been told by by YSnet that it's supposed to be where it's been delivered to, but then and they said to contact YSnet, which I'd already done at the same time, and YSnet said, oh, this should be... Um, Another survey later on to confirm what um, which version you you want. So, so hopefully I'll be able to get all three versions. But I'll probably end up keeping them all. But just
1: if, just if, crazy if, if, Shenmue free
5: hoarder. Yeah, well, see, I think I've got it for a really good price because the exchange rate back then was um, quite a good price. So, um, sorry, one second. No, oh, it's not a uh, she's missing her mum. <laughs> left to have, have food. Um, what to say? Um, yeah, because the exchange rate being about like one point five to one point six dollars to the pound, I think I it only cost me like about thirty six pounds for the normal copies that I bought. Whereas I've seen Shenmue three, although it probably it might be cheaper, I don't know, but I've seen Shenmue three pre orders being fifty pounds. So if that's the price they end up. So if that's the price they end up putting it out as then somehow I bought my Kickstarter copies, which are like super duper limited edition, um, for less money. <laughs> Bargain. But that, but this is the thing that's confusing though, because they're still going on about like the the goals and stuff, and I think it's supposed to be near to like um, seven million at the moment or something. It's very close to seven million. But if the if if these um, pre-orders are correct, and it's fifty pounds for the normal game. Surely it makes sense to anyone that, that's interested in buying it. Just go to Slackerbacker because you can still do that. Uh, um, I thought, was that closed down now? Was that until September? It might
1: still be open. I'm not entirely sure. I hope it is. Because I, I need to grab a copy at Maybe. some Maybe. point. Uh, but... I,
5: you,
1: yeah, basically. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but Sh- Shenmue 3, pre- please pre-order it, and especially the HD collection.
5: Yeah, because you can get, um, I think on PS Plus, you can get it like 10% off or something, so it's um, about £24. And um, there's some up there, I, I won't bother saying names or whatever, but if-, if you do a search on Google, you'll see certain companies. Uh, Electric Boogaloo says Slackerback is still open, so... I mean, the exchange rate is obviously not so good, but if you're in America, then then grab it now, because the Slackerbacker version is still a, still a special edition. Um, so it's worth getting that one as well.
1: But I think, especially, it's important, obviously, to you know invest in Shenmue Three, but especially show show sp- support for Shenmue HD One and Two, because if that does well, then there's sort of you know no telling what games they'll release in HD, you know, sort of remastered form, because that was always a game that was considered really difficult to port due to how messy the code was. So if they're willing to go out of the way to port that and make it all work and add in extra features, then there's sort of no telling in the future what they may want to port, if that does well.
5: Yeah, that's a good point, yeah, it's good for that, yeah. I mean, obviously I'm thinking more about Send Me forward something, and <laughs> exactly. say you're kind of publishing it for, like, you kind know, of, Getting into case with yi why uh now, they're somehow doing it if they can publish it or or if they just do a collaboration or something or other. Um, because I I mean that I've seen it on, on some like the pre order sites. The send me um Send Me H D is number one like pre order game at the moment or something.
1: Yeah on PS
5: uh, like one day or something, but I, I, Everyone can just like Order it, and Madam Week, just the first week, we're just number one, um, top selling game on like PlayStation or Xbox or whatever. That that's fine. It doesn't it doesn't matter for next the following week. Just everyone is going to buy it, buy it because it's it's a, it's a good price. You can get it for twenty four pounds. You know it will go down cheap in that, but for twenty four pounds for two games, that if you had to buy, um, play any other way before. Say so you bother to do that, it would cost you like forty pounds for Dreamcast um, at least, and about a hundred pounds for Shenmue One and Two. So, it so it's definitely play. well worth well, it. I mean, so I, I, I can play it on the Dreamcast, and you know, with my VGA cable, it looks good. But even just for the um, to be able to play Shenmue One um, in, in Japanese audio with subtitles, um, and to be able to actually um, use them um, to analog sticks. Um, and to have it in 16.9 ratio and stuff, but that, that's more than enough. Um, I, I would have spent like £25 just on Shenmue 1 and they could have a little while later um, brought out Shenmue 2 HD and I'd spend another £25 on it quite happily, but you know, they've, that's the good thing, Sega are specifically bringing out games to sell, they're not just thinking, oh, how, how do we try to rip our customers off, how do we get the most amount of money, they're thinking, how do we sell enough, how do we how do we get people playing our games and getting back to, like, being um, important in the gaming industry again?
1: That's, yeah, that's a pretty good point, but uh, anyway, thank you so much for coming on. Support Shenmue is the moral of this message, and uh, support Sega in general. Go and download the Yakuza Kiwami 2 demo as well, because it'll be good. So, uh, thank you so much for having you on. uh, Is there any final things you'd like to say before I drag you back to the chill-out? No! Uh, he went back he went back to the usual ending <laughs> uh, the the classic gags here at the top is that they never get old except for the fact they do because we stopped them for a reason anyway need to move on swiftly because we're running out of time I uh, don't want cut to cut off Rexy again but it's going to happen because uh, I'm very far behind the first track of the. actually, the Sega track in the Toppy Mix block today is a track from Nights. And I know you're thinking, uh, why Nights again? And the simple answer is because yesterday it was actually the anniversary again of Nights. The 5th of July was when the game originally released in Japan. So we got on a track which I haven't played on the show before. Then after that, we got on a remix. And after that, we got on a track from Way Forward. So let's get on with it. From Nights Lucid Dreaming, this is The Night Has Just Begun. Right here, on the Toppy Mix.
4: Let's get scratchin'.
3: It's
6: already dark outside. The lamps begin to go. I'm gonna stay with you. do do do
0: GA Forward Slash Topical Resort and suggest which topic you'd like to hear for a chance for it to be featured.
1: It has finally come the end of this episode of the Topical Resort we just heard there was from Shantae and the Pirate's Curse, because of course we had to feature some way-forward music, because this is the result, after all. That was Scorching Tunes, also known as *Sunburn Island, a lovely Jake Kaufman track. Before that, from Persona 4 Dancing All Night, that was the remix, and that was the Shadow World Atlas Kazuka remix. Kicking off the block was another remix, actually, but I counted that in the Sega block, because that was not related to the topic of the episode. From Nights, Lucid Dreaming, that was The Nights Just Begun, a remix of Under Construction by Protodome. And we are finally here with our lovely new talk bed, which I really do enjoy. So thank you so much to everyone who's been listening in. We've currently had Doan, who's just joined down in the chat room. We've had Electric Boogaloo. We've had DJ and Jay. We've had Veritex. We've had myself. We've had Jamie. We've had Rexy. We've had Rapid Run. We've had Electric Boogaloo. We've had... I think I said TJ and Jared. We had... KevKey, ii1980, Frost Impact, and one more, because over on Twitter we had Admiral Snackbar, who was also in the Discord voice call for a bit, and he was also down in the chat room for a, for a brief view. But yes, thank you so much to everyone for listening, and I'm sure... Actually, before we do that, I just want to say we have an excellent lineup here on Radio Sega Live for the rest of the evening. Because as you know, I kick off your Radio Sega Live weekend. Up next, we have Rexy with Sega Drive, playing you the best Sega remixes from all around the community, all different sources, different remixes, different songs. Check it out; it's it's awesome, and it's a reason that it's been going for five years now. That's a long time. After that, I don't know if we have it on, but normally we would have Chaos Control Center with CD-ROM 1019 and BDX the Bad Influence. is normally on at 12 p.m. Or 12 a.m. GMT. However, I'm not sure if they're around tonight. If they are, we'll keep you informed on the Twitter feed. But if not, then you know that's they're normally on. Speaking of people, I don't know if they're on or not. RSN, I don't think it's on. It's normally on at 2 a.m. GMT or BST. I don't think that's on tonight. I could be wrong, but um, so if we don't have Chaos Control Center and if we don't have uh, RSN Live, I would recommend bringing you over to a Twitch stream actually, because currently going on is something that I've been heavily involved in helping out with it is a charity marathon on uh, of J10s, so J10 underscore Marathon on Twitch TV. We're running it again this year, another week-long marathon raising money for special effects after Rexy's show if you want to drop by and you know donate some of your loose cash or maybe just spread the word of the stream that would be much appreciated because it's all for a good cause people I myself will be on there tomorrow night at 7pm GMT we'll also be on there as a collective as a community on Thursday at 6pm GMT slash BST and I'll be on there again Monday at 2pm BST all those times you can catch me other times you can catch all awesome, lovely other streamers please check it out because it's all for a good cause I'm sure you want to know what the because this is a topical result after all I'm sure you want to know what the next episode of the show is and I actually know this week and I suspect one or two people may grumble but I don't think too many people will grumble because it's time we revisited the world of the blue blur because as you know in a short period of time Sonic Mania Plus, a game I'm incredibly looking forward to once again be releasing so we've got to celebrate so we'll be looking at 2D Sonic. Now I know there's some people in here who actually don't like Classic Sonic which is shock horror I know but if you don't like Classic Sonic fear not because it's 2D. So we've got games such as Sonic Rivals 1 and 2, we've also got the Sonic Rush games, Sonic Colors DS, Sonic 4 Episode 1 and 2, the classic stages in Generations and Forces as well as a few others when I think of them. So even if you don't like classic Sonic, don't worry. We have plenty of 2D side-scrolling action, which I'm sure you will enjoy. So tune in for that one next week and get in your request right now, because you always do. And as of now, we're going to end off with another track from the Caligula Effect. And this is one which I adore. and I've played on Sega Rages before, but I want to play it here. So from the Caligula Effect, the Sadistic Queen... Uh, as for the rest of the show I've been Vaporate. you all have been awesome thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you all next week but as always stay topical
0: Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega playing the best Sega music 24 7.